the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Here she is, Andrea Kay. Welcome to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is Friday Eve. Thank you. Oh, thank you indeed. I'm looking forward to this weekend because today was absolutely beautiful in San Diego, and I'm hoping it's going to be equally so this coming weekend. Uh, it's always beautiful when I get to come in here at 6 p.m. Pacific time and share this time with you all out there, my friends and family who I love so much. You've got a lot of choices in where you can get your information and, and where you can spend your time. I know we got a new Real Housewives of Beverly Hills on tonight. Some people <laughs> that's airing right now on the East Coast. So if you're listening to me instead of watching that, thank you so much because I know that Say a lot. <laughs> and uh, wherever you are listening to me, whether it's uh, in your car and your way home here in San Diego and FM 96.1 and the answer is AM 1170. Or if you're watching the stream on Facebook Live on the answer San Diego. We appreciate that that so much. Uh, the, the number for you guys to call tonight is 888-344-1170. couple questions for you guys. There's a story today breaking that the airlines are going to need to be updating their weight on the average passenger and they're going to be doing random weight checks. So we're going to get into a little bit this a little bit later down the road. Are you going to submit yourself to a weight check? We also have breaking news tonight that there was a, a vote today in the House of Representatives on whether or not to do a commission. Got to investigate what happened on January 6th, right? We have an update on what happened and how many Republicans actually uh, decided to vote themselves into a chainsaw, as Red State put it. We've got that and more. Dave Elhoff, my old buddy Elhoff, I asked him, uh, he's a financial planner extraordinaire, an old friend of mine. I asked him to start becoming a part of the show because there's all kinds of stuff happening economically and financially that a lot of people have questions about. Like, what's this new surcharge? That Biden's hearing that I'm hearing about, as well as Biden inflation. Everybody's talking about Biden inflation. So he's going to be here to give his expertise, his analysis on that and, and what it might mean for you and your pocketbook to help you make some decisions on that. So uh, stay tuned for El Hoff. And he's always fun. And I can't wait for him to admit how I was right and he was wrong back in 2016 on Trump. 888-344-1170. Those and any other topics that might be on your mind tonight, and including the fact that Fauci was busted about his involvement in the Wuhan lab. Oh, we got much to talk about tonight, children. 888-344-1170. Before I go any further, got to bring in my brother, and it's DJ Potato Skins. And we are going to keep on winning, winning, winning. It will include and across the board. DJ Potato Skins. DJ Potato Skins. I wonder what Elhoff thought when he first heard Trump talk about the winning, 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 because he, he didn't think Trump was going to go this far, and you were in with Trump since day one. I was, baby. 
since the first, I can't wait to remind El Hoff of this at the bottom half of the hour when he's here, because I was on air with him. And me. The, and you, the day after the first debate, which was in which 15 people stood on the stage. Never forget it. And I said that next day that Trump was going to get the nomination and he would win it. And I love it, babies, when I'm right. And you know why it's good to remind you all of that? Because like I said at the open of the show, you do have lots of choices on where to go and get your information and get your analysis. And there are many people that that, that uh, I, it's a way for me to remind you, not just to brag and toot my own horn, although who who doesn't like giving a good toot of themselves, right? But I, I think it's it might be good to just let you guys know that my analysis has been known to be correct, right? As well as involving the coronavirus. Well, and that's why some of it is scary because you have a track record of being correct and factual. And when some of the stuff comes out and people are saying, oh, you don't got to worry about that. You know what you're talking about. Thank you. Um, I've been predicting for a long time that the Democrats were partnering with the Islamist if, with the goal of transforming us into a Marxist society. We're going to talk further about that and how they plan to use the U.S. military to do that. I was correct in saying right out the jump last year on the coronavirus that the models were wrong, that this was being used uh, as a way to seize control of the nation to do what? Usher in Marxism. I was right. I faced a whole lot of heat from people. People, uh, conservatives that bought into the panic and bought into the fear, and they were angry at me for saying that we shouldn't do the lockdowns, for speaking out against the masks, for saying that Fauci was full of hooey, and on and on and on. Enough about that. Let's get into some some breaking news. Uh, so speaking of... My vision that the Democrats were working to transform us into a Marxist society. Let's talk about the vote that they had today on January 6th, because this vote today, of which 35 Republicans joined in in the House. That baffled me. Yeah, too. Well, you know, it. I guess if we understand that that we have had that, like I said, in 2016, you have to be careful about your expectations of what Trump can accomplish when he comes into office because he faces two opposition parties. The establishment is not interested in Trump draining the swamp. The establishment is not interested in Trump securing the border. The establishment is not interested in Trump exposing the left and any of the crimes they've committed, like Hillary Clinton, anything she did with the Espionage Act. And that would be why the same Republicans, the same establishment voted today to join the Democrats in voting for this commission on January 6th. Because what is this commission about? This is about January 6th was when President Trump held a peaceful rally and asked people to peacefully walk towards the Capitol to make their voices be known. Andrea, what's that key word again? Peaceful. He called for them to peacefully protest. There was, a, I, and I and I feel like it's important to remind everybody actually what happened that day because the, we we've one of the things I was correct about many years ago was about the the mainstream media being spokespeople for for the left. The mainstream media is continuing to push out the lies about what happened while President Trump was giving his speech and asking people to peacefully protest they were there were already people barnstorming into the capitol including and 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 barnstorm is actually a strong word because the capitol police of which was shown on video yesterday the first time we saw this video the capitol police was leading people in we saw in a video yesterday that they were actually cooperating with this was never an armed insurrection in fact we now know that those that were that did trespass to get into the capitol were none of them were armed immediately the lies were told that it was not just an armed insurrection but that it caused deaths we 
had Christopher Ray speak before Congress and withhold the truth that Officer Sitnik was never attacked by a Trump supporter. That man, a cop, they, they said to us out the jump that it was an armed insurrection and five people died. That was a lie. An absolute lie. And the reason why they said that is because they were immediately trying to use this to exploit this, to try to push out the false narrative that President Trump and 75 million Trump voters were insurrectionists trying to take over the government under a lie that Biden had stolen the election and trying to trying to uh, overturn our electoral process. And none of that was true. This was not an armed insurrection. Only one person died and it was an unarmed Trump supporter who was shot by a black officer who didn't face any crime, whose name hasn't been released. There was a lie that was pushed out with the help of Christopher Ray, who knew that Officer Sitnik was not attacked by a Trump supporter. He was not beaten with a fire extinguisher. For months and months and months, they withheld the truth that he died of natural causes after the fact. And yet his body was allowed to be, to be laid out in a symbol for which they could continue to to manipulate the minds of Americans into thinking that President Trump had killed that police officer with his supporters. On top of it, the other four deaths all were either drug overdoses or natural causes. This was not an armed insurrection. Nobody had any weaponry. The video showed yesterday that the Capitol Police cooperated with them and those inside said on, on, on on a microphone, They're cooperating with us. We need to be peaceful. Nobody died. And yet still, we've got them trying to push for an investigation into January 6th. What this is, is an excuse now to target 75 million Americans. They were already, the FBI and DOJ, already declaring with Christopher Ray's help that this that because this was an arms insurrection and because it involved Trump and MAGA supporters, that the greatest threat this country faced was domestic terrorism in the form of white supremacists, i.e. Trump supporters. And that's what the Republicans aided and abetted today to continue to foster that notion that 75 million Trump supporters are domestic terrorists. That's the only explanation for this, because at at no point has there been an investigation into Black Lives Matter against Antifa. In fact, just a couple of months ago, the state house in Oklahoma, I believe it was, or Iowa, was overrun by actual armed insurrectionists and nothing was done. The FBI and the DOJ has yet to ever send out a pick of anybody. They have not been scrounging social media to try to round up the Black Lives Matter protesters or anybody who was around when they locked people into um, government federal buildings, burned down churches, locked people into federal buildings like courthouses, lit them on fire, done absolutely nothing. This is an abomination. We're going to take a break. When we come back. We're going to tie in this investigation today and what's happening with the United States military because there's new reports today about spying on the military. And we touched on a little bit last night with Colonel Schlichter, but we got to get into this more when we come back. And then later on, we got Elhoff who's going to be here to talk Biden inflation. We got to talk uh, the uh, Fauci being busted in another lie regarding Wuhan. We got much to talk about, but I'll squeeze in your calls 888 be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea K, bringing the world a much-needed reality check. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. 
<laughs> Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show, 888-344-1170. I have to laugh at this story, Skins. I don't even know. Before we continue our discussion about uh, targeting American citizens for their politics, which is what January 6th is about, this is the excuse. Under the excuse of some supposed insurrection that was not an armed insurrection, they're now going to be targeting American citizens for their politics. We're going to continue that discussion, but I got to talk about Lori Lightfoot for a minute. This mayor out of Chicago. Did you She's hear this, Skins? pretty ridiculous, not going to lie. Oh, uh, my goodness. She said, if, if y'all missed it, she said she's two years into her reign as mayor. And while, you know, uh, black people continue to be slaughtered on the weekends there in greater numbers than they ever did in Afghanistan. Here's her here's her priorities. She's uh, she's going to grant interviews only to black and brown journalists. Yeah, I read that. <laughs> <laughs> How racist is that? Right. But here's my question. Define brown, Lori Lightfoot, because you know what I might do? I Let's look at a tan, Andrea. Well, yeah, because you know what? If I don't wear 50 sunblock, I will literally get the color of a Hershey's chocolate bar. In fact, one of my nicknames as a kid was Little Brown Betty. One time I went snow skiing in Mammoth, went, did some spring skiing when I worked at Xerox and I didn't put any sunscreen on. And my boss was literally like, <gasps> when I walked through the door, because <laughs> with my blonde hair, and my, I, I looked like I had had like black face on. I mean, I literally get super, super dark. Okay. You know, it's, somebody should do that. Somebody should challenge her, right? Because wouldn't that buster on that? Because think about it. What's the definition of brown? What does that mean? Who is that? It's also right? the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Well, it's stupid. It's racist. We're all, we're all shades of brown and black and white. I mean, it's a whole spectrum. But it, it, so you know what? I should do that. I should go to Chicago. I should get myself a tan. And then show up there with with my I literally the color of a Hershey chocolate bar with my with my blonde hair. Now make sure on your way to Chicago though you don't get right. weighed. Yeah. Oh, we. <laughs> that, they probably wouldn't put me on a plane if they tried that. Let's get back to some serious topics. We'll pick up this discussion a little bit later. I was with talking Ms. about Lord. the airline story. I, well, yeah, we're going to talk about that a little bit, but I want to continue the targeting of because it's kind of tied into Lori Lightfoot. So much of what this whole thing targeting American citizens, where you know, um, seventy-five million Trump supporters now considered domestic terrorists. Christopher Ray jumped off from this and uh, saying that white supremacy is you know the greatest threat to face this country, as though you know all Trump supporters were all white. There's actually a, a, a poll that came out, uh, a study that was done. I think it was a poll. They, they found out that 52% of Trump supporters were women and were minorities. So first of all, it's not true that Trump supporters are all white, nor is it true that the MAGA agenda is white supremacy, but that's what they're having to do in order to turn us all into Michael Flynn, right? To make us all uh, suspected of and being considered white supremacist and domestic terrorists so that they can route us up and prosecute us and make us all Michael Flynn. So enter in the U.S. military because we heard that there were reports that the U.S. military is now going to have their social media accounts um, uh, scoured in order to route out who within the military is some extremist, right? And the person in charge of doing this, and we touched on this a little bit with with uh, Colonel Schlichter last night, but I want to delve into it a little bit more because it's absolutely a part of January 6th. The person who's going to be overseeing the scouring in the internet history of the of U.S. military personnel, and by the way, the Pentagon has almost 3 million people working for it, so this is, this is a huge attack on our citizenry. 
the person who's going to be in charge of deciding what is opinion versus what is uh, extremist beliefs is somebody somebody named Bishop Garrison. And Bishop Garrison worked for Hillary Clinton in 2016. Um, he's now an advisor to the Pentagon, to Austin. And this is somebody that has been saying he is an advocate for critical race theory in the 1619 Project, which basically teaches that America is an inherently racist nation. Uh, he was a former policy advisor to Hillary Clinton. He's a director of the Human Rights First, which is a nonprofit that wants to, quote, demilitarize and promote racial justice in law enforcement agencies and pushes for refugee protection and asylum. So this is the person who's going to be scouring the profiles of military hiring and doing so by hiring private people to do it so that you don't know that you're being illegally spied upon so what we what we've got is i said four years ago we will all be michael flynn i said do not brush off this michael flynn story where we've got this three star being targeted and spied on for the purpose of persecuting him and prosecuting him for his political beliefs because that is every one of us now through the excuse of january 6 and it's everybody in the u.s military now and it's going to be done by being overseen by this Bishop Garrison. And how exactly is he going to define extremist beliefs and extremist materials? A 17-page document was revealed, was leaked, and this is somebody who's who has said that every Trump support being a Trump supporter makes you a racist, misogynist, and extremist. There was a 17-page document that was um, leaked, and what he's going to be looking for is something called patriot extremism. What is patriot? What does that mean to you, Skins? When you hear the word patriot extremism, what what does that conjure? Honestly, up to you? the first thing that pops up in my mind is anything that goes against anything that the Biden administration believes in. Well, it, it which is and the opposite of that is what the Trump agenda was about. What the Trump administration anything was that's about. True conservatism. It, it's it's America, right? Being patriotic means what? It means love of country. It means it means believing in the U.S. Constitution. It means believing in our First Amendment rights, our Second Amendment rights. It, it means believing in religious freedoms. It means believing we're a sovereign nation and we have the right to have our borders secure. It means America first, right? So now, and by their definition, uh, this guy, Bishop uh, Garrison, is that... Uh, Patriot extremism, also their expanded definition, occurs when a citizen believes the U.S. government has become corrupt or has overstepped its constitutional boundaries. So it's basically anybody who believes in limited government, right? It's anybody, it's anybody who would have peacefully rallied on January 6th to push back against a, against a corrupt government. It's anybody who doesn't like corruption in our government. It's anybody who's against the deep state. Yeah, anybody that's against their narrative, period. Anybody who's against their narrative. This, this means we're all Michael Flynn. What was the Trump? What was the one of the main things? That, and I said this since 2016. I said when when the, the American people chanted drain the swamp and lock her up, it was not meaningless. And it was not just about Hillary Clinton. It was about even before everything that we now know, when the American people knew that we had two sets of laws, that we had a corrupt government that was protecting people like Hillary Clinton. Now we know the protecting the Biden family. We now know we, we they were chanting that because we knew that there was a deep state that was protecting the corrupt government officials while Americans were thrown in jail for committing far less crimes. And now that belief, belief in limited government, belief in holding elected officials accountable who were targeting Americans, 
for their political beliefs. That makes you a patriotic extremist. That they're, and they're, that is what they're looking for. And, and most importantly, they're looking for it within our military skins. Yeah, you want to you want even want a, 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 de- a deeper connection. Why do you think at every level they're trying to pull the plug on this Arizona audit? Because they know what they're going to find. Well, yeah. I mean, why were they targeting Flynn? Why were they targeting Flynn? It wasn't just because of his political beliefs. It was because they were scared of what he was going to expose. Right. And that's what they're trying to block this Arizona audits about. They don't want it. They don't want, including the Republicans who were in on on the steal of President Trump in 2020. They don't want. That's why they didn't. That's why being uh, you're being considered a patriot extremist and a terrorist. If you question the deep state, this is all about trying to continue to bully us into oppression and to suppress our speech. This is tyranny. Right. And this is us all being Michael Flynn. This is why the uh, commanding officer of the new Space Force was fired, because he dared to expose the Marxist agenda that was in the military. And by scouring our military forces and their social media for anything related to the definition of patriotic extremism, somebody in the military who might have a concern with an overreaching government is because we as Americans have long held the belief that we understand that our Second Amendment rights were meant that our founders were concerned about a, about a tyrannical government coming for us. And we Americans have long held the belief that it would be our U.S. military standing in the gap between us and them it would be literally the last line of defense and so now they've got a purge that this isn't about this is beyond military wokeism anymore this is not even just about uh, the stupid army ad commercial recruitment video of some dopey young girl bragging about her mommy's getting married this is about transforming the united states military from a mission that once fought against communism against authoritarianism against fascism against marxism now being transformed into a a department that's pro-marxism and they're purging anybody who's against it and that should scare the crap out of you because if they can transform the united states military i know schlichter last night was like uh you know well you know we're gonna you know as soon as we get a new commander in chief in or whatever well once they've transformed once they've purged everybody out of the the military purged the military of anybody pro-american anybody's concerned about one of the things symbols they're going to look for is anybody who's pro second amendment once they've purged man it takes a long time to, to to recruit and build it back up with enough people in the military that are there to defend the constitution against the enemy both domestic and foreign we're going to take a break we come back we're going to bring in we're going to shift gears and get into uh, the economy a little bit we've got uh, dave elhoff who's going to be with us get his perspective on all things this is when he can also tell me how right i was I love it when people tell me I'm right. <laughs> and you can too. 888-344-1170. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show, 888-344-1170. Have you been wondering what this new surcharge was that Biden was coming up with? 
Like we don't have enough problems with like we're not getting charged enough at the pump and everywhere else with this Biden inflation. Well, my man Dave Elhoff is here, the financial thought doctor. He is the principal of Elhoff Wealth Strategies, and he joins me now. Longtime friend of mine. Hello, Dave Elhoff. Welcome back to the Andrea K Show. AK-47, TNT, <laughs> Dynamite, how are you? Well, I'm good. I'm glad to have you back, brother, longtime friend of mine. I don't know if you heard the open of the show. Absolutely. Yeah. And yes, folks, she was absolutely right. She picked it early on, and I was a longtime non-believer, but I'll tell you what, your man did it. Your man did it. Yeah. Because nothing can be more starker than the truth of how to take down the deep state is that you have your man, Donald Trump, that came in and did so much in four years, so much more than any president has ever done. And what is the stark difference with Biden inflation? Yeah. Is that he reversed everything he's doing and we're seeing it now with inflation coming back, with higher gas prices, higher food prices. I mean, wake up, America. Well, yeah. Let me go back. Well, let me ask you this, because a lot of people, everybody's using this word Biden inflation. A lot of the average American is so busy trying to, especially now after this COVID, the, all these lockdowns and businesses being destroyed, Elhoff and people trying to continue to, you know, keep, keep things together. If, if you haven't studied economics and you don't really know necessarily how many works and all that, you, you know, you feel what's happening in the stores, but you don't, because you see it, you know, you see to where a loaf of bread has gone from $3 a loaf to, to $6. But we don't necessarily, as Americans, understand why and why that's happening. Explain it, it, it to to those of us who don't really understand. Connect the dots for us why him rolling back what Trump did is killing us in the grocery store and at the gas pump. Well, I'll tell you, it's number one, closing down the pipeline uh, and uh, preventing more leases. Trump took us to where we were, energy independent. And the problem is Biden with his green um, agenda, he wants to make it so that gas becomes so expensive that he wants everyone driving electric cars. Right. Which is not going to change anything because the electric cars have unwarranted consequences that many of us don't realize yet when it comes along. You take a look at wind power. You take a look at at the uh, uh, solar power and stuff like that. How'd that work in Texas when that happened? Yeah. Not too well. Yeah. So everything, it's a stark realization. People are waking up though, Andrea. And people who voted for him are waking up and knowing that, hey, maybe I made a mistake. Well, yeah, you would think that they would because, you know, I don't eat a whole lot of fast food. Um, it's not my jam. As a kid, the only fast food you, they could get me to eat was KFC. But I happened to drive through an old one the other day, Jack in the Box. They're not paying me to say this, to get a salad that I used to get, the Southwest chicken salad. It was almost $8. 
<laughs> I was like, what? I used to get that for just a year and a half ago last time I got one. It was like five bucks. When you can't even yeah. go, to, you can't survive in California. If you're low to middle class out here, when, when we have all of our costs tripling, especially after Gavin Newsom destroyed whole industries from restaurants and others, and even people that are business owners um, that the left hates, the greed heads, these, these uh, you know, g- greedy business owners, they're still struggling too. And now we're hearing something about Biden's got some surcharge or some surtax. What is that? I'm curious what oh, that is. Gosh. And, I'll, I'll tell you what, you know, back in the 90s, there was a excess accumulation tax that if you had a certain amount of money in your IRA, you had to pay a 15% surtax on it. Not in and in addition to paying the federal and state income tax on it, there was a 15% surtax. But he's already starting to collect it because you stop and think about it. Look at the price of lumber. It's gone up yeah. over 80% in a year. And there's a shortage. I have a friend of mine who was building a deck. He couldn't get the wood. He had to get on a waiting list wow. to get the wood to build his deck. And so the surcharge that he's charging now is already in effect. Rising prices. So whenever you go out and buy that wood, you have a higher price with an extra tax on it because it's higher than what it should be. Same way you look at the the gas tax. I mean, California has a 64 cent gas tax on every gallon 64 cents well so we're we're getting taxed we're getting taxed everywhere we turn and for the democrats who voted for biden i don't understand you don't have to be milton friedman to understand that that taking money from us look at the gas tax that was supposed to pay for highways and bridges and and they and they were supposed to then use it for some fast train that was supposed to connect fresno and vegas or something that that's still not even uh, under construction and yet we still have potholes and we have our roads crumbling and infrastructure that's crumbling and you know uh, we're, we're taxed to death everywhere and yet the democrats and the democrat voters seem to think that that some universal income or they get excited that Biden comes out yesterday saying, well, I'm going to start cutting checks in July for every family, including illegals for $600 a month. You know what? Instead of cutting checks to us for $600 a month, how about just easing up on these taxes, right? Yes, exactly. What they need to do is, listen, all this stimulus that they're putting out there is going to have to be paid for, either by reducing spending by us today or in the future. Someone's going to have to do that. There are some good infrastructure projects that need to be done, but you can do that for money out of current spending commitments, and you shouldn't add to the deficit or require higher taxes, which in the end, if you add to the deficit or require higher taxes, taxes, it will dampen future economic growth. Mm-hmm. So you look at that infrastructure bill he's talking about, less than 6% goes to real infrastructure. 
Right. It's like that COVID, the COVID relief bill, only 9% actually went anywhere to anything that had to do with COVID. And here in San Diego, Nathan Fletcher was going to take $40 million of federal money and give it to unions, people that weren't even out of work, that were big contributors to his campaign. Let's talk about Kevin Faulkner, who's running for governor now, spent $40 million to house 900 people at the convention center. What would that have done? And and we're paying for that ultimately. As part of that COVID bill, like the stimulus bill, only 9% went to the American uh, went to Americans over COVID. A huge percent of that was money that went to foreign governments around the world. Same thing with the stimulus because the stimulus bill that they're talking about only they're, they're now saying that everything is stimulus. They want to include LBGT equality crap in there and universal income crap. And it all has to be paid for by us. And, and here's something else that I found out the other day that was in the stimulus bill buried in either the stimulus bill or the COVID bill was foreign aid to China. Elhoff, yes. we're borrowing yes, money from China, right? We're borrowing all this money from China, and now we're cutting a check to China for foreign aid, and we're having and that on uh, from money that's been borrowed that we now have to pay interest on. This is insanity. Total insanity, and I tell you what, you know, you got this. Uh, you look at what Trump has done over the time of year. He took us to peace. Yes, in the Middle East. Do you believe that? And now what's happening, within 100 days, you got missiles flying over Israel coming from both directions, and it's absolutely ridiculous because he is weak. And, and don't get me started on the Iran deal, where the Iran is providing these mm-hmm. missiles to the Middle East. And it's absolutely ridiculous. And I... I you know, we call him breaking Biden. Biden breaks everything he touches. He broke the border. How long did that take for him to break the border? He's breaking the economy. He's breaking the oil and gas industry. He's breaking everything he touches. And he's doing it on purpose. And maybe for four years, we had to hear about President Trump was a, was Putin's puppet. And yet, what's one of the first things that Biden did as a part of destroying the oil and gas industry? And I'm not convinced of that uh, the stories we're hearing out of the Colonial Pipeline. It's just a little too convenient with the Biden uh, with the Biden agenda that he approved some Russian pipeline. Right. And, and for, for, for Russia. So you're right. He's breaking everything. And let me tell you, if we get broken um, from a peace standpoint and, and he takes us into some uh, another Afghanistan somewhere, how that's also going to break us economically as well. So, you well, know, I, go, final wrap I'll us up. What, yeah. Andrea, I'll tell you what is that people are waking up because you can see the difference between the roaring economy that. Trump produce and how now this economy under the policies of Biden is crumbling. And it's yeah. going to be sad day that we're going to have to pay eventually. Well, yeah, and I didn't have time to get into it with you tonight. Elhoff is going to do I'm reviving the news you can use segments. And Elhoff is going to be with me every couple of weeks to provide guidance to you guys. Uh, Friday night, Elhoff, there was a report that San Diego County housing price at the median housing price in San Diego is over eight hundred thousand dollars now. And I got right. I got people asking me, do I sell right now and get out of California? Do I hold on to my house right now? I got people messaging me asking me, do I buy gold? What's the real deal on gold? 
What's the deal on Bitcoin? I mean, people are really panicked about some people are feeling like, you know what, we're going to be cool. We'll limp along until 2022. Then we're going to have the Republicans back in charge and everything will be great. And then there's other people that are like, I need some guidance on what to do with my money and some decisions that I've got to make. So El Hoff is going to be helping with that. Every couple of weeks he's going to be on. Tell everybody how they can get a hold of you if they've got any questions about money. Go to my website, financialthoughtdoctor.com, because I'm coming out with a lot of social media campaigns that are addressing things like uh, um, Bitcoin and addressing things like cryptocurrency and gold. Where where should you diversify? Mm-hmm. Because these are challenging times. Yeah. And you also can contact me at 619-548-0965 at any time. I'm in the bunker down here in Coronado. I'm available just about all the time. All right, El Hoff. Well, I'm glad to have you on with me. Glad to have you back, my friend. We're going to have some fun. Good to be with you. Take care, man. (laughs) All right, hon. Talk to you soon. All right. Now, you guys stick around because we got more. We got to talk about this airline story. We've also got to talk about uh, Fascist Book and the group that they took down today. We've got got lots to talk about, so stick around. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, all while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. So let's say you believe that almost 600,000 Americans died from coronavirus. Let's say that you believed that we that the lockdowns and the shutdowns and the destruction of a three trillion dollar economy was justified. What if you found out that the dude who's been at the microphone behind all of this, given all these mandates, was actually a part of the creation of this virus? What would you say then? Would you still want to see him on the cover of in, in, in style magazine? Would you still want to see him with a celebrity uh, event pushing out the vaccines? Would you still be referring to him as, as the hot guy? Isn't that with Chelsea Chandler? That uh, He's so hot. There's still a, a lot of questions that people have. Rand Paul started busting Fauci on uh, him being a part of the gain of function research. There's been a lot of questions because you know what? Nobody really bought from the beginning that this whole thing started from a bat in a wet la- wet market outside Wuhan. A lot of questions going on. Uh, and I don't know that we're ever going to get any answers. Here's what we do know is because because when when Fauci was asked about whether or not the the NIH had invested and spent money in gain of function research for coronavirus is in the Wuhan lab. He's been very cagey. He's been very much like Bill Clinton. Remember, Bill Clinton it depends on what the definition of is is right. Well, we weren't technically involved in gain of function research over there. Right. Because and then he gets into all this like science speech crap, science speak. And well, we didn't really Fund it, right? Like we only gave like X amount of money over to this to the WIV lab over there. Well, there's there's new information today that the Wuhan Institute of Virology scrubbed the U.S. National Institutes of Health as one of its research partners from its website in early 2021. On March 21st of this year, the lab's website listed six U.S.-based research partners, the University of Alabama, yeah, roll tight on that one, right? University of North Texas, Echo Health Alliance, Harvard University, and the National Institutes of Health. They've now since taken all that down and only leaves Echo Health 
Echo Health involves a, a, a man named, and they've been a longstanding Chinese Communist uh, Party partner. Uh, this, according to National Pulse editor Raheem Kassam, he found that Peter Datsik, um was uh is going to be the first fall guy of the Wuhan lab debacle. I don't know that anybody's going to be the fall guy here. I I, I think there's a long s- saying that um Peter Daxit by the way, there was a picture of him when all this was breaking when Rand Paul started asking uh Fauci about the government's involvement with this lab over there and including this guy from Echo Health Peter Datsik or whatever Fauci denied it and then a picture of this Peter guy came out and now we know that you know their emails emerged it, it, we were involved okay we, we paid for this right Fauci was over there you know on a trip meeting with people and doing seminars on gain of function. But the bottom line is, is that there's that old saying that it's easier to con people than to convince them that they've been conned. And there's nobody on the left, particularly in Hollywood. There's nobody that that from the pharma industry that's making billions off of this. There's nobody in our governments that have that have benefited from seizing control over this uh, for their own political agenda, like the teachers unions and Mussolini. None of them are going to admit now that they've been conned. They don't want to admit it. Uh, the parents that that supported having their kid having to wear a mask and be psychologically damaged for a year now don't want to admit that they tortured their kid, you know, on, on the basis of this con man who, who's behind all this. You know, one it doesn't and this doesn't this make sense to you and why when Trump was trying to ban travel from Wuhan, Fauci was like, oh, there's nothing to see here. And Fauci was like, take that cruise. This was in January. Right. And when he was telling people, oh, you don't need to wear a mat. He was totally downplaying for two months, totally, totally downplaying it for two months. Right. So, no, I don't think, and one of the things I said when I was on Newsmax yesterday when Tom Fitton was on and he was doing all this, you know, we got to get to the bottom of this stuff. I said, no, he's not going to be held accountable. If he was going to be held accountable, he would have already been fired from his job. I was just going to say it would have already happened. He is the highest paid government employee in the United States government. And the first time he admitted to lying about masks, he should have been fired. One of the things that everybody said about Trump was that oh, we can't have this guy. He's, he, it would be nothing but chaos the entire time of his administration because he's going to be firing everybody. He didn't fire anybody. The one person he should have fired was Fauci. He should have. Hands down should have fired him. Absolutely. Nothing's going to happen to Fauci. Fauci has not had to suffer And this is what always happens in communist, authoritarian, totalitarian regimes, by the way, going back to the first topic of the day about uh, them using January 6th in order to rout out anybody that's considered a terrorist in this country now. And and what is patriotic extremism, whether it's in the military or average American citizen now, anybody who's concerned about government corruption? Well, here's here's some government corruption. The head of the CDC or the or or he's actually the head of the National Institutes of Health been taking our money, giving it to Chinese partners and that working with the Chinese Communist Party and developing viruses that can be used to to wreak global destruction against us and has. Right. Um, Meanwhile. Speaking of fascism, Facebook shut down today in the middle of we've got Biden trying to push for Israel to do a ceasefire. If you're Netanyahu, you're going to do a ceasefire. No, you, I, I hope you don't, Netanyahu. I don't believe you will. Putting pressure on Israel to not defend themselves. 
fascist book, uh, Facebook shut down a pro-Israel page. This is the largest Christian Facebook page, 77 million users on this Facebook page. And it was taken down today amid claims that it was uh, promoting hate speech and what really was happening, according to uh, Dr. Mike Evans, I believe his name is, is what was happening was all these Islamists, over a million, were posting crap on his Facebook page and then reporting it. And then Facebook now took it down. And Facebook now says they can't appeal. How convenient, right? Um, we know that ultimately, with what is this January 6th commission about? What is the military spying about? What is taking this Facebook suppression bait? What is this about? This is about oppression and suppression of pro-America and pro-Israel, pro-Judeo-Christian principles and values. That's what's going on in America. We're going to speak out about it every night. See you tomorrow, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. 